Hey, this is Jack from Brook Royal, and you are listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go, Blues! Welcome back to Blues Hockey Podcast. Here with Jason and Chris. Yo, I know it's been a half a minute since you've seen us. Uh, let's holidays, see. man. Holidays, holidays, other stuff. I know we both had stuff going on. They had to take care of some family issues. Yep, and it sucked. But uh, so we're able to come back now, and we're, we're doing our best to get things in there. And so going to back to the last episode, we kind of talked about um, what the Blues do the rest of the month. We had ten games left. Mm-hmm. We had some not great predictions. Uh, you picked a three and seven, I believe, and yep. I picked two and eight. Yep. Well, we blew those out of the water uh, pretty quickly. Unfortunately, uh, Blues did very well. They which did. Is good. They did very well. So we won't won't complain about that by any means. You know, but here's the thing, Jason is like, and a couple uh, of winnable games that they lost in the overtime. Yeah, or whatever, and, and yeah. there's just this team is a coin flip every night. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're going to get the team that. You know, can beat the best teams in the league, or the league, or the team that struggles to hang with the the bottom teams in the league, or something in between. There's just there's no knowing what this team's going to be from night to night. So, God, I would hate to be a Vegas odds maker and trying to handicap games against the St. Louis Blues because yep. who knows? Yeah, they're playing one of the top East teams tonight. Playing the Toronto Maple Leafs in about uh, about twenty minutes. From well, now. it's one of the top East teams because it's still December. Yeah, Let's so, wait until April and May. Yeah, so uh, Blues had a couple of things happen between now and then. We'll talk about those leading up, some little bit of news. Injury new, big injury news today hit yep. unexpectedly, so we'll talk about that. Um, NHL news, we'll talk about a couple of things I want to bring up that are a little bit older news, but we'll talk about Alch Ovechkin now becoming the th- only third player to reach the 800 goal mark, and now yep. the second place overall, yep. passing Gordie Howe. Uh, empty netter goal, a little like maybe not the way you wanted it, but, but he, hey, but he it. tied it on a pretty nice goal yes, though. So, um, we got to have it talked about that. We'll talk about a bunch of things and we'll, uh, wrap it up after that for the new year. So we'll talk about the winter classic coming up too. So slanty P slanty P slanty P and meth bear. Oh God. <laughs> I love that Jersey. I don't care. Anybody says the I, meth bear one. The meth bear I one. can't, I can't do I, it. I know. I'm a sucker. I'm fine I'm, with I'm it a, as an epaulet, but not as the main fixture. I'm a I'm a sucker for like the like off like weird I say weird jerseys but the ones that are like people like usually hate so right. like those the blues the quote unquote retro one the '90s one I love that jersey I loved it back in the day yeah and a lot of people are down on it but like quote unquote clown jersey oh, I loved it yeah. um and also you know this next jersey I mentioned like you guys you love too is the uh, Gordon's Fisherman jersey yeah you know what I hated it at the time. Yeah, I didn't get it at the time. I love it all the time, uh, but I came around on it quick, um, and now it's back. You know, it's officially back as what the reverse retro. Hmm. Um, yeah, man. You know, it's hindsight is always twenty twenty, and it seems like things that you hate at the time will come back and, and be cool. I look at the um, what was his name, 
the uh, the official mascot for the Mighty Ducks back in the day. Mighty Wing, West something wing? Something wing. wing. Something wing. I'll get Wild it. Wing? Wild Wing, there you go. Yeah, you know, that jersey, that jersey. was I'll... much maligned back in the day. Came back as a reverse fit retro, and I bought it. Cool. Um, Even the now the Kachina jersey for the... Yep. Um, back as their normal jerseys. Yeah. And I love it. I, yeah. But I loved that one back in the day, too. Yeah, so... Um, you know, the other one that came back that everyone hated was the Boston one. Yeah. The smiley Winnie the Pooh bear. I thought I like that one too. And now that's back is I think it's black instead of or Yeah, white. it's like their winner. It's white instead yeah, yeah. of it's gold. It's their uh, It's their 2.0 reverse retro. Yeah, I like that I just, too. I'm looking at you LA when you bring it back the Burger King. Yeah, that's that's uh, that one's the hard one that's to get. That's terrible. To. That one is legit terrible. And that lasted a year, yep. maybe two. You can buy it on Fanatics. You can buy a Gretzky version of Four. it for like four hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, and I want it because I'm a Gretzky jersey collector. I ain't paying four hundred dollars for that. Correct. Uh, did he? He wore it like I guess he wore it like the, one season. Yeah, like yeah. he wore it. Yeah, but yeah, it's terrible. So it's brutal bad. So we'll talk about the Blues. Uh, little nice little win streak they had here. So last time we had we talked. We were just finishing up the Colorado game, or we maybe just after the Colorado game. They lost in overtime at home. Where it's a close game, yeah. Held, mind you, Colorado's missing a lot of guys, but still, like we at least hung in there. Lost in overtime, and then uh, you were out of town. Yep, I was, so I got to go to the next game. Um, good times. The uh, the woman behind me, if you're if for some reason listening to this, you're she's officially my hockey date. Okay, from here on out. Um. Mind you, understood the game, which was great. That's like one of your one things where you just have somebody like, especially when it's like a female person, mind you, who's always yelling, and they at least understand. They're yelling about proper stuff. Like, you know, not just yelling like, you're stupid, or like, not even saying a woman. I'm saying guys do that too. Oh, yeah, like, there's a lot of them. Or doing whatever. But it was just like some ridiculous. No, but she did it, and she had the filthiest mouth. Nice. Uh, and I was just like, I turned around to her like midway through the second period, and I was like, I'm married, but I really want you to be my hockey date for here on out. Is that possible? And she's like, yes. I'm like, sweet. Sweet. So she gave me tips on to when to order drinks at the end of, because we were in the all-you-can-eat seats. Mm-hmm. When she went and talk, and she, uh, and she also a, a pocket dog person. She has a pocket dogs. Oh, so if that's you marriage the, material. She's got a pocket dog. Yeah, so she had a boyfriend, so and obviously married, so... Couple years off, so maybe, Damn. maybe, maybe another, maybe another universe where we're together. But <laughs> ridiculous. On to, that was the most entertaining part of the game, mostly until overtime, because that game was boring as hell. Boring. There was very few chances on each end. Uh, Bennington played pretty well. Yep. Or excuse me, Grice was in, I believe, or this one. No, it was Bennington did do back to back. And um, yeah, it overtime was great. A couple like weird calls near the end there. The Blues almost blew it, but um. Good job by Kairou on the two-on-one to basically shot shot off the pad, basically perfectly executed to Braden Shen, got the overtime goal against UC Soros. We will take it. And the Blues got the one nothing overtime win. Hey, start of a win streak. And it was. They go to Western Canada. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk. And the one big news about this one was uh, the Blues' improbable comeback. Yeah. that's You, you could say that. They were uh, down late in this one. Uh, Tarasenko scores late in the period. I mean, mind you, also a shorthanded goal. Yeah. They pulled the goalie, which, mind you, that has been – Never works. Never works for the Blues. And somehow, even being sure they had the equal amount of guys, you had five-on-five play technically here. Yeah, because they were on a penalty kill. 
Uh, great play by Jordan Kyrie. This is the thing where we kind of given, I mean, we and also Blues fans, given Jordan Kyrie crap, he kind of just takes plays off and doesn't really – you don't have to be a it's physical – It's getting better, but it's – You don't have happens. to be a physical guy or by any means, but, like, at least – you know, don't skate away from the guy. We've noticed that at times yes. and stuff. But he went and took the puck away from Connor McDavid. Got it right in front to Tarasenko, who was in on the forecheck, who yep. caused the initial turnover. Yes. And scores the goal to for the goals to pull into even, and they go into a shootout, or excuse me, force overtime, and the Blues win. So it was the first shorthanded goal of Tarasenko's NHL career, which is... Wow, is that true? Yeah, it's true. Wow. Considering, like... Mind you, not a really a penalty oh, kill guy. God, I'm sorry. Yeah. Not a penalty kill guy per se, but you figure like the extra like you know, like you said, they pulled the yeah, goal. You would think over the years he would have gotten one something somewhere. Somewhere, somehow he would have wow. gotten it. Just the way like things kinda like, you know, weird penalty overlaps with sure. something else or whatever. Or, but they come back and win. We'll take the uh winning against the Oilers to start the Western Canada swing. I mean I don't know what I was really saying about this game. It was kind of – they're down 3-2 to two late, and then Bushnevitz got the – the um, you know, I would say weak call. I really don't know how to else describe it outside of it was pretty weak, you know, overall. But Cairo had the goal and two assists, got the goal in the shootout. Do we want to talk about the goal that was called back? We can talk about that. Was in overtime. Yeah. Okay. So in overtime, what happened? That's why I was getting to this near the end. So, but so I'll do my best to describe this. It's been played. It's been a while since maybe you guys have seen this, but we'll go over it. Connor McDavid has mm, control of the puck. I I would if this happened to the Blues, I would be pissed too. I'll I'll say that. Basically, at the line, Falk did enough to disrupt him to make him have not 100% control of the puck. And he got over the line, and the puck and his body went in before the puck. Yep. And just, I mean, it was pretty blatant if you looked at it. It was. But, But since he had control, they're saying since you have control of the puck and that happens. It's fine. It's onside. Those somehow ruled he didn't have it. Conor McDavid afterwards was not happy, basically saying, that, you know, it changes depending on the, you know, game. There's no – they need to fix these rules and get them straightened. You're correct on this case, and especially with goaltender interference. Yes. That that seems to be the coin flip of coin flips, basically. I agree. So, um, Leandre Isaito gets the puck, scores at the doorstep on Jordan Bennington. The Blues luckily challenge it. Mind you. Everybody left the ice. The Blues kind of stayed on the ice a little bit. Most of the, obviously, Edmonton Oilers celebrated, got the hell off the ice, and had to come back. Yeah. And then overtime finishes up, shootout, and then we win in a shootout. So we'll take the take the extra point, take the extra point, and move on. I mean, you you stole two points from them that night. Yes. Uh, Edmonton, who has been struggling too. Edmonton, who started off really hot out of the gate, and then their their big signing, their big goaltender signing. Uh, has n- Jack Campbell has not panned out, nope. uh, unfortunately. Uh, but then the Blues go to Calgary the next game, and you think, you know, back-to-back games, pretty good opponent. Your first game against Nazem Kadri since the Bennington incident, Ugh. what's going to happen? Nothing really happened uh, That, as far as Kadri concerned. I mean, there's no – no, you didn't see anything happen, I guess, at least from you could tell. But the Blues wound up 
picking up the win here, surprisingly. Pull away in the third period. Rice comes in, has a really good game, which we'll take at this point. Like we knew Absolutely. that we knew that would come that there'd be like games where he'd be pretty good, but there we figure there'd be a lot more games than not that he'd be pretty bad. Yes. I, I figured that if you could get, you know, fifteen quality starts out of him and another five or you're just like, well, it is what it is, that that would be good for, for Grice. But he's he's been good. He's been surprisingly strong in his games. And there for a while you could say he was playing better than Bennington. Yep. And uh Jordan Cairo continues his scoring streak, gets two goals and an assist this game. Uh Bushnevitz tearing it up as well. Yep. Saad finally uh he's got his seventh of the year so quietly moving along there, which is nice. Um We'll take the five to two win. They move on to Vancouver once again, and this is a game where I was like, "Wow, Vancouver's not good." No, and so we're gonna lose. Yeah, and then like <laughs> then, then watching the game, you're like, "Wow, Vancouver is not good. They are not good." And just, you know what they are though? Mm-hmm. Probably the winners of the 2022 reverse retro jerseys. Yes, they do have the uh, what's the guess? name of the guy on the front of the jersey? I don't know the name of him. Canuck Steve. Maybe sure. Let's go with that. And, uh, yeah, I do like their jerseys. Canuck Carl. Yeah. Not to be confused with Scuba Steve. <laughs> Scuba Steve. But, no, 5-1 to one win. Uh, and, once again, let's talk about, again, Jordan Cairo. Yep. First career hat trick. Uh, Tarasenko has three assists. Bennington has 33 saves. You really can't it's argue. A solid with, effort. I mean, it seems like – the thing is, like, we've had this before. The Blues have been stringing together good, yeah. like, good stuff, and it's great. And the next one is where the Blues – and uh, right at the top of the broadcast – John Kelly is like, and Darren Pang are like, the Blues haven't lost to Seattle yet since they're since they've come into the league. And yeah. I'm like, and you're done, and we're done, and we're losing. Mind you, Seattle's been kind of on a they're he, good this he, year. heater lately. I mean, they're they're, they're scoring not, in bunches. Yes, they're not Vegas their first year good, but they can score with anyone, and they're starting to do that. Like last year, it seemed like that was an issue about scoring and stuff, and then they're still having trouble keeping the puck out of their net. Yep, but they're at least scoring more, so it's kind of offsetting that. Do you think, and I noticed this because they scored a lot in this game, do you think the ghost of Kurt Cobain is rolling in his grave every time that team scores a goal? What, let's get, what, what one are they playing? It's not so much what they're playing, is that they're using his voice to do a crowd chant. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's very much like, doesn't like, didn't like a, like, quote, quote unquote, corporate. I mean, stuff it was in. that was part of the whole grunge movement, movement. with grunge stuff. But yeah. I don't know, man. I can't imagine that Courtney Love is real excited about it, unless they're paying her. Because if it's his voice, they have to do something, or they have oh, to for give sure. him something. They're using Nirvana songs too, so they have to be paying whoever if and getting the permission estate or whoever. But be, like, because you just and like maybe you know, or maybe you don't know this. Like for something like that, is it just like, hey? we need permission and then we pay or do we just um, flat out pay I mean, for it? That probably falls under ASCAP, which not to go too deep into the, the music and records side of things, but there's a company that basically handles all the licensing, collects all the money and then writes the artist a check. Like I know last year, I don't know if they're doing it this year, but the intro song for the Kraken was boys from the Puget sound, which is an Aaron Jones song, which is one of my artists. And so they played that when the team came onto the ice and during starting lineups. Um, so Aaron got a little bit of a taste off of that. It's not a ton, but I mean, 
You know, but it's like it's your name out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah. they're they're using your music, so you know, and they're charging people to go to the games, so it, it falls underneath that. You know, yeah. they're they're not necessarily using the song to make money, but it's part of the product they're putting out. So there's a fee. You know, usually you play. I don't know how it works with things like that. If it's a flat fee and you get to pay, you get to play whatever you want, or if it's per artist or what. But uh, there's definitely money being made. And I'm sure that if it was a big deal, that someone could come in and be like, uh, don't do that. But uh, I just, I heard that and I was like, wow, it is definitely 2023 and not 1993. Yeah. Because I can't imagine Kurt Cobain alive would be like, I want my song used as an arena anthem. Yeah, you would think that's neat little thinking about it, be at least a little weird, just considering how he was back then. Yep. You know? So Seattle moves in there and just. Looks really good. They do look good. They look Five. very good. So it's a mix of I think the Blues are just kind of done <laughs> this road trip. Um, another bat, mind you, they had four back to backs, and this is the third set. Yeah, for the month, and or, excuse me, this is their third set of back to backs of the number three or three. Excuse me. Uh, so they're done, and it's five to two loss. Um, it just seemed like they couldn't get much going to the third period, and then by then it was already four nothing. So it was kind of yeah out of reach per se. Yeah, they, um, they looked good. They scored two early in the third to make it uh, four to two. Four to two. Yeah. And then they were threatening quite a bit um, for most of the third. And then, you know, again, pull the goalie, immediately get scored on five to two. So it is what it is. Overall, I, I think you have to call the road trip a success. Yeah. Um, you know, they they successfully completed what was the old Western Canada trip. Yeah. Now you add – Seattle to that and, mix most yeah. of the time, and then on this one they had they had you know Vegas because of routing. Obviously, it's kind yeah. of on your way back to St. Louis, so they had Vegas onto this one. So the so they get a couple of days in Vegas. Yes, good for them. Um, so this game started off. Our old friend Alex Petrangelo gets a backhand goal about five minutes into the game. Uh, I just bring him scoring up. Obviously, it's Alex Petrangelo. Secondly, we kind of talk. I think we talked about last time on his daughter being super sick. Yes. Um, which is crazy. This had the, basically the flu, yeah. which turned into a lesion on her brain, which is, as a parent, super scary. She, and lost all motor function yeah, and all feeding tube. Uh, luckily, pulled out of it and was able to – was was at a game. So, obviously, great. so it's great to hear and great to see that everything's okay because I know, like, obviously they, him and his wife lost a child yes. before they had these triplets. Yes. So uh, – I can imagine why that's why he stepped away from the game, which I don't blame him at all. So, um, so the team was very supportive and fans are very supportive. So that's good. Luckily, the Blues roar back. Bushnevitz comes in there. Then Mark Stone, his stupid face, puts the. Uh, I hate Mark Stone. His, I don't know, his is his face. I put out very there on Twitter. Punchable. Yeah, punchable and stupid. Yes. Makes it uh, two to one. Tarasenko and Falk make the Blues full ahead. Referring to the third, Amato, uh, Amato, whatever, uh, makes it three or three. Early on, Noel Chari gets the tipping goal, and you're like, or oh, about halfway through, give or take. Unfortunately, the Blues couldn't hold on. Nope. Chandler Stevenson gets a late goal off a kind of a questionable penalty call, to say the least. Agreed. Um, and then we go into shootouts, and a long shootout, man. I remember when like Ryan O'Reilly used to be kind of like automatic for a couple of years there. And he just seems like this year we've had a couple of times. He just looks lost. 
So does Brayden Shen. Brayden Shen looks really lost. So he like he looks like me doing a shootout where you like lose the puck. You're not really focused. You're like looking at the puck on your stick when you should be looking forward. Yes. And uh, that was me. And that's what he looked like. And he blew it. But then unfortunately, Mark Stone. And then of course, stupid face had to sit there and celebrate and all this stuff. And I'm just like, like he scored like a game winning goal and then he in like the playoffs or whatever. I'm like, dude, shootout goal. Like, yeah. Calm down. But unfortunately. Uh, just get the point out of that one. You almost you could have pulled out the two points there. You're sure. that close. We'll take it. So Blues are going to wrap up, come back home finally for at least three games: Toronto, Chicago, Minnesota over after Christmas here mm-hmm. into New Year's. Then they go back on another road trip, and then they're at home for a very long time in December or excuse me, January. Um, in January, they're home for almost two and a half weeks. Uh, seven games over two and a half weeks. So, Which is great. Yeah. And the last one culminating in Riz and uh, I at the Blues games. We, yep. We'll be there on the 24th. That's a jam-packed week for us. Indeed. Potentially. We have the – we'll talk about more as it gets closer. We have Riz Night begin the week, the end of the week. We could have a trifecta of games and things on, going baby. on. So Chris could have the ultimate sports day possibly – on the 28th of January. Yeah. We're hoping. I don't even want to talk about it. So two of the things we can talk about because they're definitely going to happen. Yes. Is the Blues play Colorado that day. Yes. And then at night is one of our favorite nights of the year. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. In between, In between there, there could be something else going on. Is a certain it. football game. Yes. That conceivably could, could be happening. Which could put a team into the biggest game of the yes. year. We can't say that name on here without getting sued. sued. So we'll leave it at that. But anyway, on to Blues news just to wrap things up. So Blues had a very good road trip. Yeah. Back at I, I home. Mean, we'll take that. Look, if you told me right now that the Blues would have three out of a possible four points against the Colorado Avalanche and the Vegas Golden Knights, I'd say you're high. Yep. But here we are, which again shows you the unpredictability of, of this team right now. Um, I You know, I think that I hate to sound like a cliche sports guy, but the Blues just got to start taking it day by day and game by game because that's really all you all they can do right now. Yeah, they uh, seems like it's going to be like this the whole year, and I'm, and I've you know was down before and then kind of like reassessing and looking at it. I think this is how it's going to be the rest of the year. Sure, they're going to be have that like handful of games where you're like okay, and then you're going to have. Hopefully, it's shorter and shorter where they're going to have games where they look like they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And hopefully, it's not five or six games of that. It's like maybe mm. two. And yeah. then they go back on the winning a few and then whatever. It's hopefully better than 500 hockey, but I just have this prediction where it might be closer to 500 hockey, which is better than I was before. I was like tanking for we're going to suck hard for Bedard. I mean, we're still not too far away from it. I'm not opposed to it. Especially if you're barely hanging on to like a wild card or fighting for a wild card. At this point, you're going to get stomped in the first round, so you might as well move on. But we'll talk about that as it gets closer to a trade deadline. So news and notes for since we've been uh, off. Blues signed a one of their prospects. So Marc-Andre Gaudet. Sure. So from the, uh, from the queue, he has 25 points this year, 8 goals, 17 assists. For uh, he's in from New Brunswick. Let's see, let's see. He was taken 152nd overall in the 20, 2022 draft. So doesn't hurt to have guys in the system. We'll take it. He'll probably be another couple of years in the queue. Then he'll be probably the AHL bound. 
So let's see. We got Logan Brown back from injury after spending some time down in Springfield or up in Springfield, mm-hmm. technically. Um, comes back been on the fourth line, been okay. Uh, Jordan Kyra at the end of the um, Seattle game is out of hand. Yep. And with 30 seconds left, he takes a hit shoulder to shoulder, but it was a hard hit. And he kind of head kind of bounced off the boards, and you could tell something was wrong right away. Correct. So immediately, and it's pretty much not been confirmed, but you could tell it was a concussion. Yeah. So missed the Vegas game. Uh, looks like he'll he's going to be back in the lineup tonight. He's a game time decision. But then when they talked to him, all the reporters did. He basically said, "Oh yeah, I'm playing." So all right. So Rube tried the whole like, "Hey, maybe he'll play," and then he's like, "No, I'm playing." So he didn't take line rushes this morning. So you never know, I guess. Sure. So that's the thing with concussions. He could have felt great this morning and come back in this afternoon and been like, I'm not so hot. Yeah. So then he also found out today that um, Toy Krug took a shot near the end of that uh, Vegas game. And after he got a stick knocked out of his hand, 20 feet into the air, uh, has a lower body injury. and He's out six weeks. Neat. So uh, that does not help the blues defensive prospects when not saying Tory crew was our best defensive by any means, but nice to have an able body back there. Tyler Tucker got called up. I thought he did pretty well the first time, but that's on the third pairing. So we'll see how he does up here. Uh, a big milestone here. Pavel Bushnevis, the sixth fastest blue reached 100 points. That's crazy. 96 games and 100 points. So, um, I really—he's one of those guys that's becoming my slowly my favorite player. Well, he's the most consistent guy. He's been consistent off the ice. He's just like this goofy dude. And honestly, the reason why I like dude his second game ever with the Blues, he literally got cross checked by a guy. So you figure you just push a guy back or cross check him, slash him, whatever you do. Headbutt him. No, he headbutts him. And I'm like, that's my dude. So that's a good dude because that's what uh, that's probably what I would have done back in the day as well when I was when I was actually not ever was decent player but you know uh, so anyway so we talked about Ovechkin already really don't need to talk more than that he's about 90, 90 away still over ninety goals away and he's still scoring at will so I think that he's it's gonna probably going to take him another season or two but I think. Barring injury, he's going to do it. Yeah, I he's he's I think he's basically he's gonna, signed, he signed for four years, so yeah. he's got another. I think he can do it in three. I figure thirty a year. He's going to be like he's going to be the next Yager. He's going to die on the ice before he retires. Oh yeah, and he'll be in his forties before he retires. Absolutely, like, I think so. Um, so I think you'll see him. And the thing about this, that guy's been through two lockouts too, and he's done it with the same team. Yes, you know Yager jumped around a lot. Dude, I think easily half a dozen teams. We can probably can check it out, but at least we'll see if we can name them. Go ahead, but just keep talking. But I'll I'm gonna say Pittsburgh, the Rangers, Washington, Calgary, Florida, Dallas. I feel like I'm missing a couple. Hang on, and that's six right there. Jeremy or Jagger? Let me see here. The Wikipedia's former teams. Hold, please. All right, let's name them again, please. Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Okay. Washington. Okay. Rangers. Yep, you're in order too. Calgary. Okay, that's Florida last and Dallas. Florida, Dallas. You missed three. So he played for nine teams. Mm-hmm. Who am I missing? In order. This is where he has played for Pittsburgh, Washington, New York Rangers. Yep. You said that right. Yep. Philadelphia Flyers. I almost said Philly, but it didn't sound right. Dallas Stars. Remember yep, that? I put them in there. 
Did you say Dallas? Yeah. Okay. Boston Bruins. I did not remember that. I one. don't remember him being a Boston Bruin at all. New Jersey Devils. I don't remember him being a Devil. Florida Panthers. Yep. Calgary Flames. That yep. was his last one. Yeah. I boy, I have no memory of him um, on the Flames. His or the his or, uh, or the Bruins. I mean, his uh, team that he owns over in the Czech League right mm-hmm. now um, had a massive, I guess, maybe COVID or injury thing go on. So he had to suit up for a game. Still got a goal and assist. Of course he did. Of course he did. Which is insane to think about as I pulled up his thing looking at his stuff. Um, yeah, so that was interesting. That Though I think Govechkin would do it, and that's and he's he's staying until it does. Yeah, I... Because that's like literally saying you were the greatest of all time. I think barring an greatest injury that... Goal scorer yeah, of all time. Barring an injury that cuts his career down, I think he stays until he gets it done. Yeah. He, it, it means that much to him. And barring... Because Washington's getting older. So it's one of those things where, like, they're not going to deal them. They won't. De- they won't deal them. But you know, they will do whatever they can to like get somebody in to help him out. Just because, absolutely. Because t- the other thing too with that, not only is this y- your all-time greatest player for your franchise, is this, but the money it will bring in, and then the, think about it, they will put him on whatever national TV leading up to it. Just like absolutely. when McGuire was going yep. for all this stuff, they would cut into. Remember, they were cutting at, into other games. Yep. Look at it him. like this. Gretzky and Howe both did it with multiple teams. Mm-hmm. Howe was a Red and Wing. Howe played how many? I mean, there's a graphic I saw where five he played, decades. Yeah, he was into his fifties. He played yeah. a, the, with the Whalers, like yep. it means his fifties. Yeah. So I mean, I've got a card of him on the Whalers. Yeah, and because remember his name was his full name on the back. Yeah, he never had didn't just say Howe number nine on the back. It was like Gordy Howe on the back of his um, Whalers. At least one version of yeah. it, at least. Um, you know, so Howe played for a couple of teams. Obviously, Gretzky played for four. Um, I, you know, you have – I don't think that Washington gets rid of him unless he says, I want out. And I don't think he wants out. I think no. he's going to do his entire career and set this record as a Washington Capitol. And that's pretty remarkable in the modern sports world. I don't care what sport it is. And he also did it in the uh – Versus retro the the eagle jersey as well he did that I so it was that like one. that was like his rookie one so it was kind of cool to I see it kind of like that, that. it's kind of cool to see it like that too so I bought the last um the last uh, Washington reverse retro which was the red white and blue of the eagle they did the copper and black this year which is a jersey I want but I really want the one that was actually his rookie jersey which has got the Capitol building on the front and the eagles on the sleeves. Mm. I would kill for one of those. And you could find them, but they're, again, like... They're Ridiculous expensive. expensive. Yeah. So, the Blues, uh, so getting started off with Toronto, so we'll uh, get rolling here. So, yep. we'll start wrapping it up here. So, Blues, uh, like I said, doing well. We're not really uh, too much to dive in for outside of that. Uh, the Krug thing is going to hurt. Yes. Um, and no, it doesn't affect his trade value because the Blues were not going to trade him, at least now. No, in not, not in season. Off season, I think there's a chance yeah. um, they'll try and move him again because remember the rumor was they were trying to move him last off season. Yep. Um, I think if and he was on a roll too, four game uh, point streak. He had five assists in those games. So he's looked good. He's starting to come around. Like it's one of those things that seems like when guys are starting to come around, something comes up. Like yeah. somebody gets hurt or somebody on their line gets hurt, and then they go into a cold thing. Like um, I thought O'Reilly was starting to make a turn there, and then for some reason, like for some reason, him and Kyra just don't have any. They don't have the chemistry. chemistry. At all. It's so weird. Uh, it's just two different play styles, maybe. I don't know. Well, look, you know, I'm going to take it back to the 90s because of my favorite player. They traded Adam Oates for Craig Janney. Janney and Hall didn't have the chemistry. 
Janney and Shanahan had the on ice chemistry, and those guys were fantastic together. Off the ice, uh, Janney had the other Janney had chemistry with yeah. Shanahan off the ice. But true, I mean, look, it, it happens. You know, you can have p- players that on paper should be a perfect fit, and it just yeah. doesn't work out. Yeah, we talked about when we talked to Craig Janney about that too, because he even said like, I didn't understand why like I got traded here, and then I was put on the third line. And Hall had, he said, I forgot who he had, like, centering him. But he had, like, he didn't even have, like, a scoring, a, you know, a, yeah. a center with him. He had somebody else. And he's like, I, didn't, I never understood why he didn't. So, it was weird. So, I never understood that either. But who knows what they do. So, we got a few months here. Yep. But I think by the All-Star game, we're going to know what the Blues are going to do one way or another. Well, this time next week, we approach the uh – the critical mass date from 2019, which is January 3rd. Yep, and that's the turnaround where the Blues had, mind you, and that was a crazy record too. They had too. That was yep. almost like a 20. Was it 26? Like eight and something. It was something stupid. It was something stupid. So anyway, uh, we'll wrap it up there. So you get hold of us on the Twitters. It's at Blues Hockey NHL. I'm at Hossapalooza. Uh, if you'd like to find more information about all our socials, you can first you go to Facebook or Instagram. It's Blues Hockey Podcast. But also go to the website, blueshockeypodcast.net. There's a bunch of different information there concerning the uh, website, or it's not website, concerning the podcast. All Every single podcast we've ever done is there. Um, all the links for some merchandise if you want to get some merch. Uh, also, links to all the socials like I talked about. And also, links to all our sponsors. And the first one we'll talk about is we'll go Altered State Comics. So, go to Altered State Comics at 671 Big Ben Road in Manchester, Missouri. AlteredStateComics.com. Check out. Go see Brandon. Uh, start yourself a pull list. Go get yourself some comics, some Funko Pops, anything you want. They'll, they're, they're sponsoring the whole show. At the Glory Pro event in January at Delmar Hall. Nice. So they're going to have a booth there. So stop by and see them if you go to the Glory Pro show at Delmar Hall in January there. I think it was January 8th, I want to say. Um, but go check them out for sure. So secondly, let's do Lucky Lola's. So Lucky Lola's, uh, you got their jalapeno sweet heat. You have Chris's favorite, and that is the salmon rub. The salmon rub is where it's at. So and as we're talking about Lucky Lola's, Luckily, uh, we did a little thing right before. Chris pulled uh, pulled the name out of the hat for all the people who submitted to our contest for Lucky Lola's thing, and the winner he pulled was Amy Clemens. So, Amy, congrats. You're going to get the Lucky Lola sent to you. I'll send you a message on the Facebooks to get the uh, your information to get that to you. So, check out Lucky Lola's at Fresh Time, Schnooks, uh, and then missing Kenrick's as well. Yep. So, get all their products at all those locations. Last but not least, our favorite place of all time, Rockstar Taco. Oh, man. So big day tomorrow. Big day tomorrow. Big day tomorrow is the man in the box. Yep. Great name. Yes. Um, basically, Jack in the Box Taco. You love Jack in the Box Tacos. Guess what? This is a Jack in the Box Taco and it is legit. Legit. We, I know. Legit. And we say it all the time. Like, we know. We're fat dudes. We get it. Like, hey, we, man. We talk. It's ridiculously good food. Yes. I don't get like, and it's not us just saying that because A, Sponsor, be our friend. Um, man, he produces good stuff. He like, does. He really does. It's ridiculous. If you go to the factory, you can get a taco there anytime there's a concert. Anytime there's a concert or event at the factory, I'm 99% sure yep. Will has Will's making some tacos. tacos for there. So you can check up stuff there or head down to 4916 Shaw Avenue. Uh, open Tuesday through Saturday, uh, 5 to 10. Yep. 
Um, like I said, the man, the box taco is now a permanent fixture on the menu, which is excellent. It's so good. And I also have like Mexican pizza there is fantastic. Yep. Uh, There's usually a couple specials during the week. Check Instagram for those. It's just good. Go get yourself some damn good food. And if you want uh, for a hockey thing, poutine. Yes. The Poutine so, Turner. Poutine Turner. Put name. it in your mouth. Another great name. So, uh, yeah, we'll wrap it up there. So, thanks for sticking with us. Sorry for the long break between shows, but obviously life gets in the way. It sucks. Um, so, everybody, hope everybody had a nice holiday. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I hope everybody's good. I hope everybody has a good New Year's. Please be safe out there. Um, you know, you're going to do something, stay in one spot. Don't yeah, man, anywhere. be smart. All right, so thanks for listening again. Uh, we'll talk to you. Hopefully, you go upstairs and watch it later. Yeah, see you.